Hello, hello, everybody. It's lovely to see your beautiful faces. Um, I'm happy we could get back together today and uh, do the next episode of our podcast of We Got Us. Um, again, just a little preface, make sure you follow us on the socials if you haven't already. And feel free to send in some questions if there's stuff that you want us to discuss. Um, Today's episode is going to be on if we knew then what we knew now, because child, we know if, if, if I knew what I knew at, at 22, at 29, different, different situation, whole different person. Um, but just tell me, how is y'all's week? Anything new happened? How, how has y'all's month been since we last met? What's, don't all speak it's, <clears throat> it's been kind of. <clears throat> sorry for me it's kind of been a hard and very long month I feel like September has kind of been dragging a bit so I've kind of been working on just a healing month kind of for me so it's just been kind of a, a tough one this month but other than that nothing new I love that similar it's been an interesting month I feel like it's the it's had a share of challenges on an emotional level and a work level and but I'm really really excited <laughs> I'm always like excited for the next month and the next month and the next month but I think it's gonna I don't know I'm, I'm thinking that October will be lovely it's it's the 10th month and the bestie 10 I'm just manifesting that 10 will be something a good number for us y'all <laughs> what what is the something you want to happen well girl that's a great question i'm traveling i'm wanting to travel even though it's work related find time to just unwind so do all the work things and then just unplug when work is over trying to find a better balance versus working forever i got you i got you miss jazz oh uh this month has been like a challenge on many levels like my patience um just a lot of changes. I don't know if you guys felt that moon in retrograde, but girl, a lot of healing, a lot of, I'm doing a lot of healing and a lot of um, just like working on like past trauma stuff that bothered me when I was young. I'm letting things go. So as it is dragging, but it's like, it's been nice at the same time, because I think I'm finally coming to terms with a lot of things that I don't think before I could accept. And I think it's a good thing. I'm growing and I'm like, dang, like, I'm learning, girl, I'm letting it go. I'm letting go of all this negativity. Like, ooh, going into my favorite month, October. I'm like, it's it, it's going to hit. It's, it's already, it's doing what it needs to do. So I'm happy. She said, look at me being healthy. Yes, non-toxic. Healthy adulting. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, my month has been stressful because so many different things are coming from so many different directions. Um, but I've also learned, like I, y'all know that I know how to say no, um, but when it comes to certain people or certain situations, I, I've been bad about that. So this has been my month of learning boundaries of knowing it's okay to say no, it's okay to you know, manage your time the way that you need to. And it's okay to just, you know, okay, if this don't work, out let's move on like um and I think that 
that's that's partially why we haven't met right but um but I think that that's a, a healing part too right is understanding that like your time matters because you don't ever get it back so mm-hmm. you know it, it's I, I think for me the biggest takeaway is like reclaiming my time Maxine Waters you know and I love it um, can I add to that real quick yeah I think like letting go because like that's been like a really big thing for me is just like some things are not meant to last forever mm-hmm. and some things you just gotta let go if like that person's really getting on your nerves like let that go let that mess go I think that's been like the biggest thing that's coming up for me like spiritually y'all know I'm spiritual um with you know the signs and the cards and stuff like it's just been telling me like let go and just like you said no, I can't. Like saying no. I feel like those are two good things. Girl, I feel you. It is. And we're going to get into it. So that's a great segue into what we're talking about. Yeah. So I know that, you know, we all have, have different individuals in our lives who love to weigh in, love to give unsolicited advice. I'm the one always giving unsolicited (laughs) advice. Yes. um, amen jasmine but i'm just kidding but i do and so um i think i want to talk about like what is the best and worst dating advice you've ever gotten because you know you have the socials weighing in you got again your your friends just weighing in you got probably parents weighing in if you're religious or spiritual you got all of that weighing in like and sometimes, a lot of times, it's very conflicting information. So, like, what's the best and worst dating advice y'all have ever gotten? Let's start <laughs> off with Miss Penn. Yeah, I'll start off. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm right. So, I'm going to keep this quick. <laughs> so, um, growing up, I didn't get a lot of dating advice because dating wasn't really something we, in my household, we really talked about. In fact, it was kind of like, uh, don't talk about it, meaning you don't think about it. Therefore, you don't have to, have to do it until you're grown and out of the house. So I didn't really get much dating advice ever, unless it was like from friends. And when it was, it was not helpful because I was closeted. So that didn't really help me at all. And so all the um, advice that I've been getting now um, have been from my inner circle of friends and my therapist. <laughs> so I haven't been getting a lot of it. <clears throat> until recent, but I can just share the, probably the one that I refer to the most is actually from my therapist is dating is like shoe shopping. You can like a pair of shoes, take them home, you know, see if they fit right. And if they don't, you can always say, I don't like these shoes and then um, get different ones. So take that for what you will. But I think that's kind of what I've gotten for like, I guess the best advice because I, I always am chasing what I think is ideal and perfect and looks pretty when really that's not how dating works so that's what I would say about the worst sis did you get any worst dating advice um I hate when people say like just like oh don't give up quite yet um I'm not giving up I'm kind of hitting pause it's just kind of like that gets kind of at times it can become it can it can feel kind of um painful to hear someone say like don't give up yet because if you just want to take some time away and really focus on yourself 
something as simple as like, oh, just don't give up. I, eh, I didn't say I was giving up. I was just like, I, I think I'm just done looking right now. And I think that adds a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and it can, for a lot of people feel kind of painful for people to kind of dismiss that they are saying and disclosing that they need some time away from the dating world. So yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah. Girl, I'm the one who says that. I feel so bad. I'm like, don't give up. <laughs> I just like, you know, I just say that about everything, but dating too. So I'll, I'll go quickly as well. My, my best dating advice was growing up again, we didn't get a lot, but growing up in the um, predominant religion in Utah, we were, our dating advice was usually like go on dates as groups and actually group dates are so fun. At least in my experience, they, I've had a really great time on group dates I've been on, whether it's just like, so you're going on a date with an established couple, or you're both like just meeting someone and want to kind of have your friend vet the other. And I've been on some awesome group dates where it's like, even if you didn't like the person you went with, you have a friend there or you just, or the person they brought is really like charismatic. And so that's the, one of the best dating advice I ever got was like, go on group dates. And that's of course, to your comfort. And if you have, if you feel like introducing, you know, the person you're potentially dating to a friend, I'm always for like vet this person, are they worth pursuing? And then, um, (laughs) The other best dating advice would just to be like, follow your heart. I think that we all have people who have a prescribed person you should be with. They should be, have this, make this amount of money. They should look like this. They should be established. And all those things are really important. But I found like the, my colleagues and friends who've kind of went for the person that their dad would want them for them, like the perfect person that someone else would want to see them with. Um, it just didn't work out because that's not who they really saw themselves with. They just wanted to ensure that they kind of met the met the re- expectations of those around them. And as you know, I'm off the wall. I'm like, no expectations. You know, I'll date who I want and hopefully they're a great person. But I think just if you follow your heart and really communicate with folks, I'm the worst at confrontation and communication. So the best advice from therapy, from folks around me, even from 10, she'll help me. <laughs> How do I communicate this without just being like ghost emoji? So those are the best dating advice. And the worst is uh, you should find yourself a return missionary. I got that a lot growing up. I already had a kid. So that like made no one wants that to begin with. And then a return missionary. So that was the one of the worst advice. And then I'll be honest with you, another worst advice, and this advice is bittersweet uh, for me and Tan especially, is choose, if you can't find love, choose money. And again, that does work for some people. And that's advice we would, I think it was jokingly given to us, but we had someone really, really close to us follow that. You know, they they ended up leaving um, someone really close to us and found someone who seemed to have it all as far as resources and money. And at the end of the day, they took it all from them. Well, they, you know, they took everything from this person in our life. And um, so I would say, you know, yes, I think it's important to have someone established, but never in my life would I choose money over love. Yeah. Who's next? (laughs) What about you, Miss Jasmine? Okay. So some of the best dating advice that I could give anyone that's watching this is follow your heart and follow your gut because nine out of 10, you already know what's good for you. You know, you know, when that person you go on that first day, he could be the finest brother out there, 
but you know he's just not good for you. And you can see those attributes almost all the time in like that first date or that the first couple conversation, or maybe at least by the second or third date, you could already know like, mm, I don't think he's for me. Um, right. And I would also say, um, follow your gut, like I said, but then also um, be yourself because I think it's so important to be yourself because I think we get into these like relationships or these vibes and we're like suppressing who we are because we're trying to please another person or try to think, oh, if I act like this, maybe he'll like me because you, you start to notice the things in the woman he's attracted to but you gotta be yourself, especially when you're really out here trying to date with intention, be yourself because you want someone that gravitates to you, your personality, the fact that you're goofy, you're funny, like you want them to ride your wave. You don't wanna suppress that and be that like ditzy girl, like, oh yeah, hi, no, no, no. And if that's not you, cause that's not me, I'm a goof, I laugh, I'm, I'm a big fucking dork, especially when I open up to you, I could be myself. So if I feel like I'm reserving my personality, I already know you ain't the man for me. And some of the worst advice I ever got from people was to um, not express my love to a person I was feeling. I think a lot of the times we tell ourselves like, oh, we can't say this, or we can't ask him out on a date, or you know, we suppress our feelings for people because we feel as women, oh, we can't ask that person out on a date first, or we can't tell that person how we feel because if we tell that person how we feel, he may not like you. Well, that's the purpose to figure out if the man likes you. So you tell that man how you feel and what you think. Because right. that's a whole, this is the whole point of dating. Like, so why are you suppressing your emotions or, or your certain feelings about certain things or your certain thoughts? And that could be religion. That could be about anything. You got to be your, like, it goes back to really being yourself. And I think when I was first growing up and dating, a lot of people would tell me like, you're, you're like this, like you need to stop being like this, or you're way too goofy, or you're way too weird, or you're too nerdy. But some of my best relationships, I got those guys because I'm nerdy, I'm quirky, and I'm funny, I'm a big goofball, and you know, I'm loud. And I, some of my best relationships were me, just me and myself. So I think like worst dating advice is telling people to suppress their emotions and suppress the way you feel. If a guy really likes you, it shouldn't be a problem for you to say, if you guys been talking for a while that you say, I love you first. It shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. I don't think that's not, I think women, why, why can't you say if you feel it? It's not a problem. No, it's not a problem. No. I'm but I think we're trained to say, like, we can't say we have feelings for that man. We can't express certain yeah. things because we're women were taught that. The man does that. You don't do that. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's scary. That's my, that's my thought. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's scary, girl. It is scary. But I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying how you feel to a person. And if they don't reciprocate it, you know that you can move on from that person. That's who wants fair. to stay in that fucking excuse my French you guys but who wants to stay in that limbo of not really knowing especially like I have so many friends that are in long relationships they that man's not even proposing to them Ooh, you know so what I mean and you're just dating in this cycle and it's like are we progressing as a as a really so like someone got to express some <laughs> got it. our generation we don't express like our parents used to we're we're different we hold so much in and you, we all know we do. We, all, we can't both pretend like we don't give a F. 
when we do. <laughs> and that's I why you kind of like what you gotta say. <laughs> that's on period. Um, I think the best dating advice I ever got. Dang, now I'm drawing a blank. Of course. Um. Oh, was people are who they are when you meet them, when you date them, right? Um, so it was more so in the context, like, say you're dating somebody and, like, they love to travel or they're super extroverted. They love to go out and you're hella introverted. You love to stay in a house. You don't really, you're not interested in traveling no place and or any place. And um, that person is who they are when you date them, you know? So you, like, get married and then you realize all these things get on your nerves. But, babe, they was doing that when y'all was, <laughs> when y'all was brand new. Like, or, you know, somebody who crack jokes too hard like they they jank too hard and you're like oh you're always silly you're never serious like babe they was doing that from the beginning like you know what I mean so people are who they are when you date them and so yeah. you have to decide if that's the person that you want to be with if you're okay with those characteristics um that was the best for me um open a grip of doors a grip <laughs> um but saved saved a lot of time well, kind of saved a lot of time on mistakes and all that um also up there and I know that you know this is the unpopular opinion but sex does cloud vision um it sometimes it turns your red flags orange or pink or yellow or white like it may cloud your vision in terms of seeing those red flags into who people are because now you now you got a whole soul tie and you're like but I love them <laughs> but but babes they're they're super toxic like you don't even see it anymore yeah. um that was also good advice and I think the worst advice I have gotten is like I have a really kind of strong personality and I've learned to like temper it over time like I'm super laid back and chill right but once you get to know me like all bets are off and so it was you know you may have to dim your light men may not like someone who's too in like who's super independent or um at the time I think I was still in school but like my aspiration was to be a physician and ooh, I don't know if you're gonna find somebody because you a little like you're too ambitious and it was like well, babe, if you have an ego issue, just say that. But like, you can't, you know, because like, okay, now I don't necessarily want to be a doctor, but my end goal is to be a judge. Like, you're going to have to be comfortable in your masculinity or in yourself in general to know that like, I'm not that type of person. I don't pull rank. I don't care what degrees you have to a certain extent, right? Like, are you, are you smart? Are you kind? Are you a good person? Do you have a good heart? Like, do you support me? Do you have aspirations of goals of yourself? Because we already talked about the whole financial thing. Like I'm trying to break generational wealth. So you being complacent in, in a certain, to a certain extent, like that's, it's not going to work. Right. But it had nothing to do with any of that. Like, I just feel like you need to meet someone who's going to be like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is my lady and this is what she does and this is what I do and that's fine, like, but, you know, I think I've, I've seen that in one person, but he was also, um, 
not as not as aspirational as I would have hoped. So <laughs> going back to are you okay with the traits of this person? Like, no. Anyways. <laughs> Can I add one more thing? Just a little, little, little small no. thing. um I just wanted to say too like bad advice I got is like you can change a man like you cannot change that man you cannot change him he is who he is you can't teach an old dog new tricks half of the time and you really can't change people they gotta change themselves if they you know you can't you really can't change people that's all I want to add to that to that point I feel like a lot of us in, in our plight to heal ourselves, right? We'd be trying to fix other people. So we'd be like, let me just love you real quick. Like, let me just show you how to love. <laughs> it's, okay. yeah. it's not going to work, babe. Don't do it. Uh-uh. You're just going to waste years off your life. And then you're going to be like, but where did they go? Why didn't anyone tell me? We did. We, we told you. Right now. We told you. Right now. <laughs> um. That was a great point. Um, let's see. What's the best and worst dates y'all have been on? Because I feel like I don't really date for real. I don't go out because Jasmine puts me on too many ID channel like shows. And she always be calling me talking about, did you hear about that girl who got killed on Bumble? Cool, 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 cool. Cancel that date. So um I don't go out. I have to warn you guys that they is out here being scared. Like I warn the women. I'm like, yo, don't be ignorance is this. So I don't date, but um I've been on a smidge of them. So what's the best and worst states y'all have been on? And are we talking about like what and then what is your ideal date because that's important too what's your ideal date i'm ready i'm excited so best dates and i'll keep it short um and then if you want to know more check us out on tiktok check us out we'll we'll share more stories best date ever i will have to say like i i think movies are a hard first date or a hard date in general y'all don't really get to talk but i went on a date with an individual a couple of times and my one of the best dates was we went to the movies and they had this big ass jacket on and it was really weird a big jacket we were in california come on so a big jacket they were acting all weird and like holding the jacket <laughs> really weird so but i met them they were cool i've known them for a while at this point years at this point and we just kind of dated off and on so we go into the movie theater this man pulls out champagne orange juice a bunch of snacks glasses and we had like little mimosas at the movie. And this is one of my favorite dates of all time because they were so intentional. They were really like funny and like funny about it. And that, of course, now I realize why they had this big jacket going to the movie. Um, they were a big guy. I was like, maybe they were just cold. But that was one of my favorite dates because it was just so intentional and made just a movie date something bigger. So that was one of my favorite dates ever. And then I dated a, a different gentleman here in Utah and the date we went on was super simple. We went out to eat, cliche, really yummy. Um, but then we went and wandered around um, Barnes and Nobles as well as Best Buy. And we just talked about our favorite books, what books we've always wanted to read. We talked back then there were CDs. I know some of y'all might not know what a CD is, but <laughs> we talked about CDs, our favorite music. And he bought me a CD that I still have to today. So I don't know they're just like, 
different. There are dates that are not just like, oh, we went out to a fancy dinner. There was like a lot of intention and a lot of conversation around them. And so both those individuals know who they are and if they're listening, shout out to you. Um, I, I reflect on those dates often when I'm thinking about like the ideal date. It's just an opportunity to get to know someone in their element, learn more about them on a deeper level. I think knowing what someone's interested in learning about when it comes to like books or research or music is really, really like really, really fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, just the intentionality of these dates. I didn't plan them, which was helpful. The worst dates I think are the ones where they just put it on you to plan everything, to pick everything. And then of course, some of the worst dates I've been on, I paid for everything. So, and that's okay. I mean, I, I, it's okay, but it's not like if you are, if your intention is to court someone or to date someone, don't expect them to pay for everything. And I just had really bad luck. Like I'm down to go Dutch split half and half if that's how it's going to be. Right. But for me to pay for everything, it's just really stressful. And it can really, it right away, I'm like ghost emoji. I don't really want to talk to you again, because if I invite you and I'm the one doing and planning everything, that's different. But if you're the mm -hmm. one who's like really insistent, let's go out. And then you just get all awkward when it's time to pay or you just look at me or like, oh man, I forgot my wallet. I'm like, oh, I just want to punch you. That sounds so violent. Punch no. hypothetically. No, punch girl. It's no, that's it. But those are two of my favorites and I'll have to share more later on because I've had some really cool dates, although I'm still single. So that's another question. I've had cool <laughs> dates. So <laughs> who's next? <laughs> I can go next. Go for it. Um, so one of the best dates I ever went on was like a picnic in the park. And he like made his own like charcuterie board for us. And we had like wine and it was just so sweet and just like nice. And he brought different cheeses and just different foods. Like I didn't eat like different olives and stuff. It was like one of the best dates ever. Another really great date I went on was... Um, I met a guy at Slick <laughs> and I was working in the cafeteria at the time and he um, ended up giving me his number. Like I just smiled at him and I gave him a cup of coffee and then I ended up with a phone number on the receipt. So I was like, go me. But um, <laughs> okay, Alicia Keys. Donald, it's when Donald Trump first became president. He took me to my first like big, big protest downtown. And then Girls, don't go back to someone's house when you first meet them, though. That's very dangerous. Or get in their car because I those are two red flags that I do not want to say do today because it's getting crazy out in these streets. But if you went to school with them, I kind of trust them because we went to the same college. But still, still don't trust people. <laughs> but anyways, I went to, <laughs> I got in his car. He picked me up from my house. My mom met him and stuff. And so we went to the protest. Then he took me to get Vietnamese food. I had never had Vietnamese food until I met him. And he bought like pho. He bought like three different sandwiches and like a couple of desserts and like uh, the, the little boba drinks for us. And we sat by his fire and we just like talked and laughed and ate food and just talked about like what the world's going to be now since Donald Trump was president. And I just oh. always remember that. Trauma bonding. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we trauma bond as people of color. He's Mexican, I was black. And we were just like, oh. what is this world going to be for us? <laughs> But he's super sweet and he was nerdy and it was great. Worst date I've ever been on is I want, she kind of knows because this guy had horrible breath. This was like, after I had my son, I was like trying to like 
get out the house sometimes and still like meet people is you're on mute though and I just could he just like would it it wasn't even the date itself it was like hygiene for me it was just like your breath is so bad I can't do bad (laughs) and I don't know why I'm sure I went on worse dates but that it was the breath I just can't forget the bad breath you know what I mean I'm just saying men out there if you have bad breath go get the cavities fixed go get a cleaning at least get a cleaning if you can't afford to get the dental work at least get the mouth cleaned yeah reach out we'll send some resources free dental care please because ruined it and then he tried to kick he was like licking me and all over me and then she kind of of course tells me that you can get cavities from other people's bad breath and so the whole time y'all need to know these things the whole time I'm like he's he's trying to make out with me and like I smell like his bad breath because he's all over me and where's the halitosis girl girl yes where's the anyone Shekinah you (laughs) well it wasn't bad breath no no. um let's see one of the best dates I've been on was again this is real limited right and I'm like trying to flip through my little Rolodex of like (laughs) four people I'm just kidding um the best date I've been on was this kid I was I think we were just starting school but he took me to a Lakers game and I love the Lakers so much and so we were in lower bowl great seats um my my mom like knew his his sisters and like he was the only boy of like five girls and so I had to go in and like meet his sisters and like get drilled make sure I was presentable or whatever I don't know and we went to the Lakers game and that was fun I loved it um and he he let me buy what I wanted when I was there Oh, he got money. You know what I mean? Yeah, money. Large. But I think other dates have just been like, I really don't need to go out, right? Like, we could stay at the house. Like, I've had people who have like just cooked most for me and we just kick it at the house and we just talk or, or play games or, you know, play games as in like dominoes or whatever. You know what I mean? I think my love language is quality time. So anytime you put some thought and intentionality into like the time we're going to be spending, it's always going to be a 10. Like I really want to go on a picnic though. So if anybody's listening, picnics. Um, (laughs) But my worst date was similar to T's experience. I've asked this man. So there's this guy, he was filling me. His, His brother- was dating one of my best friends at the time so he liked me I was like okay cool well we had a school dance going up and this was the first and last lesson like first and last time it ever happened so I was like okay there's this school dance going up you want to go he was like all right bet so I asked him would he go but because he said he liked me we go out to the date go to dinner all this my man's makes me pay for everything orders the most expensive thing on the menu I have to order a side salad because he ordered the most expensive thing on the menu um and then after we got there I was like come on let's take these little pictures or whatever so this is not wasted you know what I mean 
And then my friend was throwing an after party. He was like, oh yeah, I heard so-and-so talking about there throwing an after party. I was like, so you want me to drop you off at the house or what? Because you not going there with me. You mm. just made me pay for this whole day. Ooh. We're not, we are parting ways, sir. And I don't think I ever spoke to him again, but every now and again, he would hit me up on social media. And I was like, he's married now, but I hope his wife didn't pay for everything. Because <laughs> old habits die hard. They do. <laughs> that is the worst. How about you, Ten? So T knows this. Um, I have too many stories and too many examples of both ends. More so than that's bad than good. Um, but that's yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> um uh, um, I guess I'll say, um, for me, I, I like intentional things as well. Um, I'd say one of like the first experiences I had to like someone actually, it kind of like opened my eyes to like, oh my gosh, people will actually listen to you and put some like thought behind something and really make something, um, happen. And so this is like closeted fresh out of high school 10 just painting the picture. Um, and I had a really bad senior dance, senior prom experience. And I was talking to this man who will remain nameless. And um, he, we were talking and stuff and chatting it up. And he's like, so how was your senior year? Any fun things? And I'm like, oh, it's okay. He's like, you didn't even like prom? And I was like, yeah, prom kind of sucked in a way. Um, I, we went with a very small group. Um, the friend I went with and her date, her date ditched her. So I spent most of the prom helping her find her date while my date was in the bathroom, had, um, dealing with food poisoning from dinner we had just had. So wasn't great. And so they felt bad. And so our first date was a re a prom redo and he took me to dinner and a movie. And, um, when the movie was done, we were up in Thanksgiving point. He drove to like an empty parking lot. Mind you, it was like 10 p.m. Um, so it was dark and he turned his headlights on and played music loud and we danced in the parking lot. Oh. It was a whole thing. So, oh. <laughs> so it's kind of hard, even though queer, um, it's very hard not to acknowledge that I've had decent experiences. Um, and also, even though that was our first date, he's like up there <clears throat> as far as like my straight past um, or closeted past, I, I call it. Um, but he was also up there for closeted bad. So he ended things, he took me on a hike and then ended things, which don't end things with someone um, on a hike. Any advice to whoever is listening? Um, and also for my, my number one top bad, we do not have enough time for it. Um, but I will say it to give you a summary. Um, my therapist has very much clearly said after telling this exact situation had happened she said one you should be a comedian trauma <laughs> second um how do you still date people after this not just like gender people after and I was like hopeless romantic it's a problem so um maybe at a different episode we will have time for it but it was not good <laughs> oh Jesus can we share it? Share it. Post it on TikTok, sis. Yeah. <laughs> Do we get it on TikTok? Cliff notes. Cliff notes? 
um I, I i i pick this man up tell him i'm there in five it's been five i'm there walks out how what do you how are you here so fast walks out the house shirtless also um with an undisclosed disability let's just say that um and then they said do you want to come inside and meet my family That's about several red flags. But. Girl, uh, yeah. yeah. And then he wanted to, like, sh- we went to the mall just to walk around, tried, he was touching me inappropriately, and he tried to sit on my lap in a single person sitting sofa um, and um, cursed me out with many profanities um, because I didn't let him kiss me. So that's Cliff Notes. What? There's a lot of extra things sprinkled in there, but we just don't have time to cover them all. Baby. Let me just give one little piece of dating advice for anybody who's listening. Buy y'all some uh, pepper spray and a taser. Take it with you. Be safe. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, some quick context. I was 19. They were 24. Oh, wow. It was, it was, and I picked this fan up, so because they couldn't. That should have been your first red <clears throat> Yeah. Walking outside without a shirt. Just- <laughs> oh when he came back out he he picked a shirt that matched mine oh well <laughs> and i'm like so you just have a random purpley blue plaid shirt just hanging in your closet just Apparently. almost looks like we planned the match he's like no i just found the thing that was closest to what you were i was like mm. <laughs> Wow, that is entertaining. <laughs> I have to hear the whole I story deal- on TikTok, please. Ideal date, real quick. Um, ideal date. I could start that, but um, I like to gatekeep things because I'm trying to work on it. Um, I'm all about intentional things. I that's kind of where I stay when it comes to date planning because I love planning dates. Um. I I say it's really important to take in consideration to what the date you're going on, like who you're going out with. Mm-hmm. You cater that date to see them kind of in their element. I think it's really important. For example, I'm currently talking to somebody and we have a date planned to go to Dave and Buster's together because okay. we both hella competitive. So that's going to happen. And they like a certain type. They like beer. I'm not a beer person, but they like beer. So we're going to go to a sports bar afterwards and grab some food and drinks and chat it up i know a good sports bar that is not too loud so there's it's and it's also good ambiance just to kind of sit and just chat so kind of gets the competitive nature that they love and they love games and stuff like that but they also love to drink and socialize so i'm like that's kind of like a best of both worlds to kind of see how they are in public and kind of gauge things from there so that's to be okay. done we'll but we'll it's it's been this. planned yeah report back I want to know how this goes <laughs> um well okay ladies <laughs> thank y'all for sharing all of your advice with me all of your best and worst dates with me um and your ideal dates I think that was very telling um also very telling in the sense that we all easily easily came up with the worst date so if nothing else understand if it's a first date, no, we don't want to meet your family. Come out the come out the house fully dressed. Make sure your teeth are brushed. If if you have halitosis, take some some little miniature travel size mouthwash, possibly some gum or Listerine strips. 
Um, and no, we're not going to pay for everything. But if it's the first date, you know, at least come to where you can pay for yours, you know, order within your budget. That's that's the main takeaways here off of that. Um, but also, you know, put a little intentionality in the dates too. That's fun. We're not saying you got to take us to a five-star restaurant, although we deserve to be taken and catered to. Um, but just put some thought behind it, you know. Put some effort. Say again? I said, put some effort. <laughs> that's it. You know, we don't we don't put effort no more. I hear my my favorite thing is if someone will write me a love letter or just a letter, you know, like that will go so far. I've asked several dudes to write me letters and have I received a letter yet? Now you put it out there, girl, you will. Oh I had someone God. ask me out, asked me to be their girlfriend in a letter form, cried and said yes. Exactly. Because it just shows them all <laughs> handwritten letters. They talk about some, my penmanship is bad oh exactly or i'll try to read your hieroglyphics it's fine <laughs> you know just just a little effort would go a long way um any lasting thoughts ideas concerns no okay well stay i love doing huh say it again i said stay true to yourself ladies and gentlemen yeah. And share with us some of yours. So when we post, <laughs> let us know some of your best and worst advice or dates. Please. Uh, <laughs> you can find us at on our various socials. Mine is um, at shekinah underscore pearl. Feel free to let me know what some of your socials are. Find us on Facebook at We Got Us Podcast. Um, and we'll be reaching out to y'all shortly. But um, thank y'all for doing this with me. I love doing it with y'all. Um, I can't wait for our next episode. Let us know some topics that y'all may want us to discuss. And always remember, don't nobody got us like we got us. Bye. Bye. Bye.